People. I knew it was coming. Yes. Let me just tell you what I'm sitting across from today. You and you look like a an adorable buttercup. What are like you talking cute, about? Or like a daffodil. Why are like you saying that? Like a cute daffodil. That? Daffodil, that's better. Because she has a cute yellow top on. Her hair's like a perfect tone of blonde. <laughs> she's sitting here next to a glass of champagne that happens to match her hair color in a chair that matches mm. with the wood on the table. I see It's what beautiful. You're the lighting is like just right in the afternoon. Speaking of lighting, you weren't kidding about your new apartment having like the best lighting. <laughs> if I could whistle well, I would right now. <laughs> Editors, insert whistle. I mean, I was looking at your pictures. I'm like, dang, it's perfect lighting. Perfect lighting. So jealous. Yeah, so get ready. And I'm solo, so like I don't have anybody looking at me like all weird, except Bo as I take pictures. Let's hear it. Speaking of Bo. Yeah, right. I was going to make you tell them. Did we talk about this together? Yes, we did. Yeah. Because you were supposed to go with me to Phil's movie night. That's right. I'm like, how do you know about this? I've been knee deep in in this stuff. There's no way I've seen you since this. Okay. I've just heard about this. So my darling Bo has some growths on her ear that were cancerous. So she had to get them removed and they they put her on this medication and Landon had her for a few days while I was uh, in my uh, doing that job in Fort Bragg and I get home and he's like, here's her medication. You know, she's on <laughs> this med that like make her drink a lot of water. End of information <laughs> delivered. End of warning. End of warning. <laughs> so then I bring her home and it isn't like five minutes that I'm at home before I notice that she, when she like sits down, how did I notice? You oh used no, the I word- must have noticed the hard way. Cause I woke up. <laughs> that's right. I was like, when did I notice the first time? This is what happened. I woke up and Bo has this thing where like she knows she's not supposed to be in the bed. But every now and then when I'm feeling like "Mm, I really need some cuddles at about 4.30 in the morning, I'll call her up in bed with me. And so she like waits by the bed and she like knows it's almost time. But 4.30 came and went. And so she just like welcomed, like hopped herself right in bed. And then I woke up and rolled over and there was a big old wet spot. And I'm like, What? is this yeah. on my new bed. Yes. I'm not happy. Yes. <laughs> and so then I like rip the sheets off. I go to take care of it. It's like a whole thing. Wait, and then I, what was it? So I start to notice that she's, every time she sits down and she stands up again, when she goes to stand up, there's like a little puddle underneath her. And I'm like, oh my God, this is a thing. So now I'm thinking she's older and is this just because she's aging? So I go on a full like PubMed research it like I deep dive <laughs> like I'm still taking advantage of like my my student you yeah, know email yeah. where mm-hmm. I, I could still look at all the journals where I'm like what medications cause uh what did I type in and I'm like I can't believe I know this word but urine are, incontinence are, oh so you're telling me it's urine urine I yes. was thinking it was oh, like no. a leaky butthole. It wasn't number twos. It was just urine which Aww. I don't know which is worse though because the urine smell like stays and stuff when i wash bed sheets they ha- i can't I wash it with saying. anything else it has to be done two times in a row on the sanitary it's like a whole thing good point yeah, yeah. so it was like that and it was <laughs> just like two three days of just me following her around and so i had to get her doggy diapers which was like she just looked ashamed and now she just knows <laughs> that they have to go on so she like presents herself and oh like, god i'm ready that's sad but you know she she but if she goes then they fall off so i have to be home yeah i mean like t- 
time yeah. it perfect. Sure. And she, in in Landon's defense, is drinking a lot of water. So <laughs> there was just right. additional information that they should have provided. Landon <laughs> knew and didn't tell you. No, I've I've since cleared this up because I had to tell. I I told him because now <laughs> that I'm going on this trip with you, Sus, yes, he is in charge of watching Bo. Oh no! And so I was like, here's the deal. You have to be super on it. You, I got her a waterproof bed. I got like mat, oh like God. bed cover. I got her all the. I got her everything she needs. But like, if it falls off, and she it and there's carpet in that house, so like, you watch it. Yeah. And uh, I had to borrow the rug doctor to clean off my freaking mattress. <laughs> so uh, I have that. So you're out of luck until I get home. Oh, my gosh. So uh, so now he got the info. And when, when I told him everything, he's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that. I would have, like, I wish the vet to- had told me this. So well, he didn't know. Yeah. And he was concerned. He's like, is this a medical thing? Like, should we take her back? Or is this, do you think this is a side effect? And when I looked it up and found <laughs> out this is the, this medication is the number one cause and it's the number one side effect. Oh it feels God. like it should come with a big warning on the yeah. side of the bottle. What you need is a new vet. Like if my, you know, practically over the counter cold medicine comes with a big old label that says do not operate heavy machinery and like all this <laughs> other stuff. Yes. Like, you know, I feel like my dogs should come with the warning on it that says, hey, might cause urine incontinence, get a diaper or keep them <laughs> I outside. couldn't agree more. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And you missed you. Phil's movie night. I- Look, I'm mad for a lot of reasons. I know, yeah. And then it was two, two, two days in a row. Where yeah. Overnight, so she peed on my duvet cover. Sarah. And then You that didn't night, cage that beast? I, well, I have regrets. I didn't. And then, <laughs> and then I thought, I tapered the medication. She was on the trail end of oh, it. So I thought Christ because sake. of that, it was getting better. She didn't have any accidents. Well, she had two on my rug and on my bed. And it was like Jeez. one day, then a free day, if nothing, then another day. So uh, the laundromat has seen a lot of me. <laughs> Oh my god! I forgot. You don't. Did you? You should have brought stuff over today. I could have done your laundry. I did bring stuff. <laughs> but I couldn't wait on the sheets. Okay, good. I yeah, was going to tell you. You should always bring laundry. You can be like our um, Aunt Jackie. <laughs> totally, totally that. And I'll be Roseanne. And I'll always just be folding the laundry when we're talking to you. Oh yes. my god, that's, that's totally adorable. That's, that, that's what's happening. Okay, great. Well, next time <laughs> you can come to movie night and you will oh. be happy. Yes. Um, okay. Well, so today is the day that the um, episode about mm. your announcement came out. Yes. And how did you feel the reception? You were so nice in how you delivered that and like the posts you put up. Or, oh, well, or I love real you. Sweet. Well, I love you too. Thanks. And that like, oh my God, now I'm going to get emotional. It's like I didn't <laughs> care about talking about the divorce, but like I talk about my love for Susie and I'm like, pass the dishes. <laughs> oh, no, it really. And then when I listened to us on, on air and I just like saw the comments that people put out, I was just like, man, I am lucky. And, you know, I was thinking about this because so many people were saying that they've gone through similar things or going through this or have been through this or thinking about it. And, you know, I, I think it's so important to talk about the things that have been helpful and how the it's, best thing sorry. I could have ever done, oh, no, was my friends, leaning on my friends. Yeah. And people feel alone. Yeah. Or like they want to not share. But I shared and people that I was, I was very scared to tell because I thought, oh my gosh, you know, they have the perfect marriage now and they're, you know, or, or they know, or they only saw this one side yeah. of my marriage. I told them and, and I was surprised at how many people said, 
oh yeah, well, uh, uh, we almost got a divorce or yeah. I, I actually have been divorced before. I learned so many people were divorced that I had no idea yeah. were. Yeah. And it was like, people feel scared to talk about it. Well, but, or, you know, it's like we said, where if you don't have kids, it can feel just yes. like a, or not feel, but it appears just yeah. like a breakup. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, this is my ex. Yeah. And so you, it doesn't come up as much, right? you know? Um, but it's not unlike the miscarriage thing where so many people have gone through it, but yeah. we're not just sitting around talking about it. Because who wants to? Yeah. Right. So you can feel like I'm all alone, but really uh, yeah. we're all like, oh yeah, I've done that. Totally. And I think the, the fear, a lot of the fear is that, that it's going to be a sad conversation. Yeah. But I feel like if there's ever a, a theme of my life, it's taking a depressing subject and making it okay to talk about. Right. Because I think about thing. what I do speaking events at the military bases and at colleges. Yeah. I mean... You made some lemonade. Yeah, you got to. Well, I don't like Louis C.K. anymore, but I did like his joke about, like, how... Why are people so sad when you tell them you're getting to divorce? Like, yeah. no happy marriage has ever ended in divorce. Right. So it's kind of a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like... It's what I feel like I would love to hear... Mm. And rather than saying what people should say, because people could say whatever they want, sure. but what would feel good to hear was, "Ugh, I'm sorry for all the stuff you have to deal with yeah. right now." Yeah, it's because a pain the, in the, ass. the emotions, like all that stuff, and also as as a therapist, you know, I know that that you know nobody just comes to the conclusion of getting a divorce. Like you don't wake up in the morning and you're like. I think I'm going to get a divorce today. It is years in the making and it's trying and it's struggle and you want the best and it's hopeful. And then it's, you know, until it's not, until it's not. Yeah. And so it's, it's not like a, a thing that, you know, just happened like the passing of, you know, maybe I don't know some, it's just, it's easier to have some, I don't want to say emotional distance, but more like uh, to be reflective or to not be so affected by the emotions of it. Usually by the time someone is announcing it or telling other people, they've already done the labor. Correct. Yeah. Because if you caught me three months ago. Right. (laughs) No. Yeah. It was when I went radio silent on social media. And, and no one noticed because you're always right, silent. That, <laughs> now they're like, wow, she sure is acting. She's so, she's so happy right now. People are like, oh my God, you just sound great. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird so, how that happens. But mm-hmm. well, yeah. like I said, though, previously, I think when you're ready, you'll know it, it is time to move on and you can use your Omax yes, O-Shot man. lubrication. Could you imagine first date? Yeah. <laughs> I need to go grab my Omax. <laughs> Not first date. I mean, first time we're like, I mean, what ifs first date? I, I yeah. Mean, believe me. Like, I'm I am fine with that. <laughs> oh my God. I just got all, I'm like getting hot and I'm like, my, oh, I'm getting all blushy. Yeah. You're head. funny like that. I know. I Not have so much to teach you. Okay. Don't get me started. <laughs> but I'll start by saying everyone should get Omax if they want a wonderful orgasmic experience and no unpleasant taste or scent. It's a CBD arousal oil, which is cool. Finally, they're putting CBD to good use. (laughs) Um, And it contains eight natural botanicals that provide the sensory tingling and give you the effect of stimulation and circulation and lubrication, all the shuns. 
all you were the d- d- like just there's my joke <laughs> and satisfaction mm-hmm. and then uh it's a base of organic liquefied coconut oil oh. so you know it's just like you know what? What it is, it's edible. That's what it is. Yes. Okay? Amen, sister. So whether you're single or looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, every woman can benefit from a more enjoyable orgasmic experience. Omax Oshock comes to the rescue and provides heightened sexual sensations, which give you the instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. And it's 100% safe and natural. Remember, go to omaxhealth.com today and enter code BRAINCANDY to take advantage of the incredible savings. It's omaxhealth.com and code brain candy to get 20% off Oshot and all of their Omax products, which are all wonderful. I've tried several and they are lovely. Yes. Okay. Ooh, I want to try that sleep. Isn't there a sleep? Yes. One? Yeah. We'll bring that on the trip. I want to try that. Yes. Okay. You need it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have to teach Sarah a lot. I can't wait. I am like taking <sighs> copious notes. I <laughs> We went out the other night. God, I can't stop laughing about I it. I will not reveal all that was said, of course, but no. I am just saying that I am basically lobbying to become yeah. Sarah's Cyrano de Bergerac. Yes. Because Sarah's nice. I'm nice. I am not. True. I'm naughty. Yeah. Yes, this is true. I just yes. am. Yes. It's fun to be naughty. Yeah. And Sarah has not really experienced <laughs> that, especially in the digital age. No. Oh my God, you are right. Yeah. It was like freaking archaic when we were. And you, you claim, are you still standing by this that people do not slide into your DMs? They do not slide into my this DMs. This is mind blowing. I've had one slide into my DMs recently. Susie's like helping me decide what I need to do with this. Sure, yeah. I mean, we'll be discerning, yeah. but <laughs> but that's weird. It must be a vibe. I, it, it is. Mm-hmm. I need uh, you know because you're so beautiful and charismatic. But I get a lot of offers for therapy. <laughs> Like, oh, like, are God. people soliciting my, my needs at first as a therapist, but which I love. That's nice. I'm but available. That should not be what people are sliding into your DMs about only. Right. right. What is going I on? I need two profiles, I guess. <laughs> All I know is it should be, you know, no, a lot of action be like back the, there. The, somebody is just out there in the universe. Maybe some people, uh, you know, until I find the right one. Yeah. Who are just going to be like, you in overalls and no makeup on Sunday walking your dog is adorable. So you think it's like what you're presenting I, yeah, doesn't I scream like... Oh, come on. Like, <laughs> like, for real. You're so pretty. I don't know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, but it's like, 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 it's the for somebody who... <laughs> it's a difference between like... Like some, like, the, okay, let me put it this way. Uh-huh. In the game of marriage, fuck hill, marry, yeah. fuck hill, yeah, yeah. I always get married. Every, I have never had another, maybe, maybe kill some from somebody. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. Fair. That's yeah. like a personal vendetta. And, and it's like maybe one, it's probably Johnny. That's it. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. Same. Same. Mutual. Mutual. Mm-hmm. But I'm always married. Yeah. So You're it's Jackie like people Kennedy. want me to like raise their children and like be a like Good be a Lord. wife. That is but terrible. There, it's the Madonna. Yeah, it's that's that. It's that. Hulk. Yeah, the Madonna and the whore. Yeah, you are Jackie Kennedy. So, and we need to turn you into Marilyn Monroe. But here's the thing. It's like for the uh, in, for the person. I'm yeah. Marilyn Monroe. I mean, I like. Oh, I know. I know. So that's it. It's like once they. It's almost like the bait and switch. 
No, you're or a the lady in the street in the freak in the bed. I know. They write songs about it. <laughs> I was like trying to be all coy and like humble and then thank you for saying that. That's what I was that's what I was trying to get to. They write songs about it, she says. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay. But that's good, though, because really, you don't want to be with a guy who only wants to bang anyway. Right. Yeah. Okay. And and the, and it's almost got to be like, I love you for all this, and then, what? Surprise? I get this? Uh-huh. It's kind of like the, but wait, there's more. You're like, like that. <laughs> it's like the infomerc. Yeah, but it's all if surprise. You like, you didn't say, even know. Like, what your sexual superpower is oh, oh what would you say like are you really good at bjs or? oh my gosh you're so funny um <laughs> uh i would say my level of enthusiasm that's what i would say for me or for you <laughs> oh okay i was like for me how do you know I have from no what you've idea heard what you're good no, I haven't heard, you heard. I wish I had heard more. No, that yeah, my level of enthusiasm. I just am really happy to be there. <laughs> like in all parts, every part of it, I'm excited for. It's like you on the challenge. It's me <laughs> on the challenge. That is it. And then imagine how I am when I win on the challenge. That's what it's like. <laughs> this is so great. I'm so glad mm-hmm. I asked. Okay, and like pre humble okay. Sarah, like before I like yeah. learned to like tone it down sure uh, there's, well, there's no, no room for that in right. the bedroom lights are out we're fine or like dimmed we're good lights are out. <laughs> let's just say i've already set the alexa command to say alexa dim the light oh i shouldn't say it right now she will <laughs> you know who dim the lights and really? it goes to one percent can... and it's oh, oh let me teach her. you some things Suze. it's great you can make it say what in the, whatever voice command you want so you could even make it say something funny okay. like like you know who make it sexy time and it could turn on Music, Barry Dim- White. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "What's the name? What's the name? What's the name?" Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, all right. It's I'm real work funny. On that. I mean, that's a little much, but after a few dates, that could be extra hilarious. Yeah, so funny, right? I wouldn't want to be with anyone who didn't think that was great. Correct. See, this is this is who I'm looking for. Okay, yeah. great. And yeah, I'm so glad people. that everyone's been giving oh, you like so much nicest. support. Yes. Any trolls at all? Oh pff, no, not a one. Okay, good. Because I was a just single you know, one. You never know with the MTV yeah. crowd. No. Yeah, I haven't gotten any. So far so good. Yeah. Okay. Um I have a funny story. Oh I love funny stories. I was going to segue into this after we were talking about Bo but then oh, yeah. I found out it was pee and it didn't really apply. Oh, oh gosh, because it's a poo story. Our, our I would I say know. our bread and butter, but it's, so it's t- gross. <laughs> that oh, gives God. a really gross visual. We are off the rails. Oh, okay. We haven't even really started drinking. I know. Oh, my God. It's because we're so excited. It's, it's going to be birthday. a long night. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. There was a 300-year-old note found inside the butt what? of a jesus statue what oh my gosh that's funny okay this make that we got to start checking some statues behinds <laughs> this seems like a, a the right place to hide things yes. nobody's looking there i realized real life or statue hilarious I realized like the, the our show sucks except <laughs> Sarah's reactions to everything. Not true. That is the you know keystone <laughs> of the Brain Candy podcast. It's nice to know that that you couldn't do it without me. I couldn't. <laughs> yes. I just don't know anyone like you. Okay. So, I don't know. That's a compliment. I was thinking, though, when I read the headline, 300-year-old note found inside butt of Jesus statue. That is the (laughs) whole headline. Did they really say butt? Yes. That seems like a colloquialism that that 
I would. I forget the outlet. I think it was you know like Daily Beast or not term. Daily Beast. Um, one of those ones. Yeah, it's yeah. Daily, Daily Mail. Mail. That's oh, I think what it probably yes. was. Okay, but anyway, I was picturing like you know a note in the bottle. That's what I'm picturing. And then up yep, his butt same, hole. Same. But the picture oh. indicated a crack in the butt. <laughs> As many photos of bums do. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> the best is that, like, you don't think that it's going to happen. I could see the the sentence, like, I'm forming dying. in your mind. And then, like, it's like you don't think it's going to sound like what it does when it comes out. And sure enough, it does sound exactly like that. <laughs> in Jesus' butt crack, yeah. a priest put a note, and it was there claiming... That it's the oldest time capsule. Oh. Like, because it was intentional. That is so funny. And he in the note was details about the time period, who the celebrities were, um, politics. What? So I think the priest had oh. intended on it being a I time capsule. I bet the priest. Yeah. I mean. What? Like butts? Oh, my God, Sarah. He knew about the entertainment of the time. <laughs> he was in on pop culture. Stop. He shows that. I didn't say a word. I'm just saying. Where there's cho- smoke, there's fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire. He okay. chose a, a profession in which that would be. No problem. I mean, kind I'm of. Just saying. Oh my God. That's just the therapist in me wants to know, like, who is I don't this think individual? you're wrong. Because why the butt? Right. Was, it was like on the top of at the top of his mind. Well, what's on the top of my mind is how if you want something right now, like let's say you want more champagne, yes, then you could call, not call. That's archaic. Yeah. Come on, that's crazy. <laughs> you could use Postmates, the app, and get it delivered to you at any time of day. Susie, one thing for your birthday. Yeah. When I went to go get it, they said I clicked order and it took me to postmates and i was like not yet i'm not ready okay so it will be double dipping in this for your birthday <laughs> see postmates is available 24 hours a day 365 days a year and they will bring you what you need within the hour no more trips to the store you don't have to even know where the store is that's true they'll deliver it to you um just download the app on your ios or android for free and it, this is insane but it is real Scott Yeager asked me if it was true. It is. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100. Yeah, I used every single penny. A free delivery credit for your first seven days. So you get $100 worth of crap. Yeah. And to start your free deliveries, download the app and use our code BRAINCANDY. That's BRAINCANDY code for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download that Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it, download Postmates and save... Uh, with code brain candy. There you go. Now I feel like I've said too much. We ordered you a clown, Susie. We are. It's a clown. What no. if? Oh, oh my god! I should have. That would have been great. <laughs> That's like, like when a, I wanted to get you a, a mariachi Western, band, like Dolly Parton themed <gasps> clown. Oh, that reminds me. Hold on. I'm gonna yeah. write down. Yeah. I gotta bring my Dolly Parton shirt. Oh yeah, good. That's, write that down. I, almost I brought. Forgot. I brought ensembles. Ensemble. I mean, they're not like it's not like goofy, but I like. I'm like, I'm going to Nashville. I'm bringing all my boots, <sighs> Suze, I brought a pair of shoes for more pairs of shoes than days we are there. Oh my god! I know. This is not like I'm you. I'm checking luggage. I know. I'm checking luggage. I never luggage. do this, but I was like, 
this is a there are going to be pictures. <laughs> there I know are going to be live and, pictures, and I know you're going to be cute, and I know it's going to be an adorable town. Here's what concerns me. Oh no, she has concerns. It's going to be 95 degrees. I also knew this, and you're going to wear boots. Well, I mean, with like a mini skirt yeah. and like a sundress yeah, or something. Yeah, she is. Yeah, and they're okay. like those, they're like cute. They're you're going to. It's great. worth it for wow. You know, worth it for the gram. Oh my, no, also my legs look amazing in those boots. <laughs> That's you, the you motivation. And she's and I'm single, amazing. so don't remind me. Uh, come on. I'll no. be up to no good in a minute. Oh my god, that's gonna be great. <gasps> oh goodness. This is this is Best this changes ever. everything. <laughs> as they say. Okay, I have a question. Oh yeah. I want to know your opinion. Okay. Um okay, so Obviously, if you're on Instagram, mm-hmm. you have seen the influencers and they stand by the wall and, you know, sometimes like wings or oh, yes. whatever, and they kind of yeah. stand in front of it and get their little yeah. picture. I have one of those pictures that says, please don't post this to Instagram, and I'm standing in front of it, like looking at it. Oh, okay. I'll post that. The artist time. was like being clever? Yeah. Okay. So some of these murals yeah. are then, you know, in addition to being used by influencers, sometimes production companies will use them for um a car commercial yes or whatever and the artists are getting angry oh the royalties from it yeah they feel like they're not being paid this is okay what do you what is your opinion about street artistry and what that's you are mm -mm -mm. the whole nature of well first of all i'm not a street artist yeah but everything i know about street art Everything that I've seen in documentaries or heard from people who are. Yes. Is that you are giving art to people who, you know, maybe don't have access to it. Yeah. And one of the, like, cornerstones is it just lives out there and there's this freedom for it to do whatever. Because it can be painted over at any time. Yeah. And that's it. And so if... If they, if that artist wants to turn it into something like that, mm-hmm. then what they can do is they can c- contact the production companies and they can say, hey, would you like to hire me to paint a mural for your commercial? Mm-hmm. And then they paint the mural, get paid, paint over it. But street art in and of itself is, that's the whole point. That's what I thought. And and that is that is somebody who like hopped on the Banksy bandwagon and saw like... The whole thing is like you are a street artist. You are so you like saturate the market, or you you're, you expose your art to enough eyes to where people become familiar with the style, and then from there you can pivot into monetizing. Yes, have a gallery, have whatever you want. If you want to be, you know, you don't want to be anonymous, or you whatever you want. Yeah. But that's kind of like the process because you're not going through those normal, formal art, like, you know, avenues or that, yeah. that normal. So, like, can it, dude? <laughs> I did I know not it's think you dude. were going to say that. Yeah, I'm kind of mad I know at it's them. A dude. Yeah, about that. Because if you're a big, famous one, person, like, like if, if you're, then put it out there and then paint over it when you're done. Like, if that, if you don't want it to be used like that, but could you imagine somebody who was a landscape artist for a park and they make a park and say even they get paid to make the park and then everybody came by and took pictures in the park, had picnics in the park, did all that. Do you think the landscape artist who like set where all the plants were going to be was like, oh, 
But nobody better make money. Nobody off of better this. enjoy and like take pictures and make money. No, 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 no. I know. I I That's understand the, the feeling that they might have. Yes, me too. That someone else, be it a an influencer or yeah. a business might be making money off of their talent. I could I would totally. feel that way too. Yes. However, there is a pitfall yes. when it comes to being a certain type of artist. Excellent job validating right there. <laughs> yes, I because nice. that is important and that it's the feeling that they have because that feel I get that it. sucks. Yeah. But that is part of what you signed up for. It's Literally kind of like, like being on the challenge. Thank you. You just stole the words. You're yes. so right. It is like that. It's like, I hate how I got edited. Well, and I'm other people so- are getting rich and we make pennies Correct. in comparison. Advert. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. And we don't Please. like it. I, especially me over here who I don't want to be like, you know, let's just that <laughs> clip. Has been used and used and used. And you and made used. zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yeah. It sucks, but I know what I signed up for. I know what happened. I know I'm not even bummed about the money getting to... People keep... Po- that is the one stupid thing that I do get where there's always one, you know, jack yes. off who is like... All they do is put the picture... Uh, uh, bananas uh, emoji and they like, bananas took your money and that's like all... And I'm just like this. That you're so dumb. It's It'll be on a post clever. about anything, like something that's totally like the fair. And I'm Do like, you this block is, them? I just delete the post. I don't even give them the the the, you know. All right. You know what satisfaction of like the block or the whatever. Because I'm just glad like, that we hit upon this rock though, because that is precisely what it is to go on a reality yes. show. Because you know what you're getting yes. into in a, to a certain extent in yes. terms of money, especially. Yeah. And then other mm-hmm. people are going to get rich off of it. Yep. And they may or may not appreciate the talent that you provide. Yep. However, what we can do is the same as what the artist can uh-huh. do. Parlay it, it yes. into something that is correct generating revenue. Hence, the Brain Candy Podcast. Yes. <laughs> so uh, there we go. And it just takes the right kind of artist who has the right kind of... Like you, there are two things that person can do. They can write a strongly worded email or Twitter, whatever. Yeah. Chain or whatever the hell they call that. What do they call that? Twitter blog. No, Post. when they have like the 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 multiple oh, thread. T- thread. thread. Thank you. Oh my god. I swear. Sometimes I'm like I'm the best millennial, and sometimes I'm like I'm the worst. Um. So yeah. So you can do that, or you could put that energy into, you know, I don't know, whatever else. Create a social media just for <laughs> your um uh uh murals and then you tag all the car companies in that well, and, and then contact the car companies on all the art oh yes that's what this guy did the one the instagram the the one that i took a picture in front of it's right underneath there so you then can't you can avoid follow it him. yeah and then he can whoopsies oh so just okay. get in real uh generous on the poor hey <laughs> kitty come over here and look. oh my god a drunk cat no that would that's be all we need um, yeah. Okay. So yes. we're, we're solving problems for these yeah. people. You're welcome. Yeah. Street artists. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that, that it's the wrong. Yeah. I, I, I would love to ask some of the like, OG street artists, like people who were really on the scene. I mean, even like, like, like Banksy is not even, that is like still a yeah. more, 
like know, in the eighties when yes, it started to where really... it was like like dangerous to get like or, like the trains. There's a yeah. great documentary out there that's on train graffiti, like graffiti on trains, and these amazing artists and and. It has all the history of it. Oh, I let, well, oh. do you know what it's called? Oh, gosh. I'll look it up. Okay. I'll look it up and I'll, I'll get back to While you're doing that, yeah, I yeah. want to encourage you guys to try something that I use several times a week. No lie. I told you this a few times ago that this is, of all of our partners, this is the one I use the most, which is Instacart. And it's because it's so convenient. Groceries delivered in as fast as one hour or at a time that works with your schedule. It is so great. You don't have to sit in traffic and go to the grocery store. I hate going to the grocery store, so this is all all for me. Um, and I'm sure a lot of you guys share my disdain for, mm-hmm. you know, the experience. They keep your hot items hot, your cold items cold. They have tons of local and national retailers that they work with. And if you're like, oh, I need more of this or that, they will bring it to you in a time that works with your schedule or as fast as one hour. It's awesome. Try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. Get the limited time offer. Go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter our our promo code BRAINCANDY at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter our code BRAINCANDY, instacart.com or through the mobile app with our code BRAINCANDY at checkout. Yeah, man. It's called Freight's. Freights. F-R-E-I-G-H-T-S. Yeah. I have got to see that. I, yeah. You know how I'm always squawking sure. about libraries? Yes. Well, There's also another one called Beyond the Wall. It's one of those two. Okay. Can't remember, but check it out. Well, um, a lot of you might not realize that your local library likely <sighs> has a digital yep. resource. That is the <clears throat> best. It's the best. Oh, my gosh. I remember when I was like young and poor and had no money for cable. But I had a DVD player, or I think at this time it was VHS. I had a dual, like both. Right. Yeah, and I caught Blockbuster right when it was closing <laughs> and I bought everything. That's hilarious. Oh, I had so many. It was the best. But I didn't even buy... Uh, that's probably why I can talk about whatever, because I didn't have cable and I just went to the library. Because I mean, yeah. so, it was like 25 cents to rent a DVD. It was crazy. Well, and the, the way it is now, because it's... um. The one my library has, it's just an online portal. What? So it's ebooks. Get out. And all these movies. No. Yeah, and you just digital. watch them right there. I should have listened it's to you ama- when you just said digital earlier. Yeah. And, oh my God, I just like thought DVD in my well, head. Well, they have those two at the library, but then they have Zeus. the digital portal. And it's so awesome. So like that documentary that you mentioned is probably totally. available. A bunch of those good documentaries. For free. <gasps> it's amazing. <sighs> There's one called... Oh my God, it's about Mickey Mouse and it's all about, I mean, it's not good. It's like all the dark side oh, of like, the, yes, bigotry? it's called, oh, uh, like Mouseopoly yeah. or something yeah. like that. I cannot find it anywhere. It's only available at like libraries or schools or you have to have like one of those, you know, oh, that's like cool. access See, stuff to like get that. in. I love it. Yeah. And I know it's going to be there. Watch Ooh, it. I'm so excited because I have a new library. It's right out. next to me. Get in there. <gasps> I'm going there. You could meet your future husband there. I now there's a good spot. It tends to be older folks and children, and that bums me out. That's why I'm always talking about it, because I'm yeah. like the only person in my demographic who's there. And I'm like, where are you people? You're probably working. Yeah. But, because I tend to go in the weekday. But, I mean, take advantage. Anyway, how about this statistic? Yeah, oh, tell me. Lay it on me. 22% of millennials say they have no friends at all. <gasps> no. 22%. 
That's a lot of people. Okay. What do you think about that? This is that, you know, <laughs> I, I remember, oh God, now it's probably like almost 10 years ago that I was in a class and they talked about this, what do they call it? A, uh, uh, oh my gosh, this is law of diminishing returns. Yeah. Like on the yeah. amount of friends you have online and how many in real life and how when that number, when the ones that are online become more important to you or that sort of very mm, quick but gratifying, you know, looking at the likes, whatever, a comment, it's it's short-lived, but it's, it feels good for a oh, second, yeah. you know? But it's not deep, meaningful, long-lasting like a real friendship is. Mm-hmm. When the number of those, when that becomes more important, getting that kind of attention or... or, yeah. or you That's know, for sure exchange, in my case what I'm dealing with. Then you take the, <clears throat> away the attention from the other ones, and then what happens to those ones? They drop off because yeah. you're not able to give... A friendship is like any relationship. It takes effort and work and communication and, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, that's likely what's going on. However, in the in the article, it did say there was a ridiculously high number of them. I don't remember the percentage at this time that said they also had no acquaintances. Okay. Do and they... so now I'm like, I don't think you know what that means. Because that's just not okay, possible. But what is the age group we're asking? This is millennials, so it's people that are born from like nineteen eighty oh, to it would be. 2000. Yeah. Because <clears throat> if they were a little bit younger, like 20, 18, 19, 20, then. Yeah, you can I would be very isolated. If that points to just the spread of like <laughs> how depression, the rates of depression are appearing yeah, in that maybe. group. Yeah, maybe. But even depressed people have acquaintances. Yeah, but I. But when you're in a hopeless place, yeah, and think about like how the que- I mean, I want to know like how is the question being asked? What because if you're in that place where you're like, oh, I have nobody, I have no friends. I mean, yeah. we've all been there. Oh, at for sure. Times in our life, I've oh, yeah. been there. Oh yeah, I've been there. I'm there without now. realizing how many friends I have. That, that's yeah. it. Is that. That's, that's why a thing I, yes, too. That's why I, I I brought that up when when we started this episode about you have to talk about how important the friendships are because there are times where I've been like I have I no one. I have no one yeah. I am absolutely alone I can't even talk to I mean there my family why do small, we feel blah, like blah, blah. that though whenever the evidence mm. suggests otherwise. For example, I felt like that too, but I have you. I know yeah. that you exist. Right. But I, what is that? There's got to be something that that satisfies for it. There's got to be something that in a way it's almost like, almost like misery loves company, but you're like doing it to yourself where you're, you're, you want to like live in that place wallow. of wallow. Yes. Ugh. You want to wallow for That's a sec. Gross. And maybe what you really, what, what you, I don't mean you, but what we all really need in that moment is to just be more honest about what we're really scared or afraid or sad or whatever about and have somebody see that. So instead we bring up something trivial, like something that, oh, I have no friends, I have nobody, so that somebody can go, yes, you do, you have this person, this person, whatever, or you can like provide some counter evidence to that. Or the other side of that is, you know, you say, oh, I have nobody, and then sure enough, you isolate, and then nobody comes to help, and then, yes, it's a self-fulfilling whole thing. So 
sometimes in those moments, well, that's what I had to do when I was like those moments where I said, oh my God, I have nobody. Like when I got, I just had those days where I was overwhelmed or I got a text from Landon or a letter from the attorneys. And I was just like, this is so emotional. There was the first instinct to just be like, I'm alone. I'm alone. Yeah. I, nobody will understand this. And then I would have to stop the car because this always happens when I'm driving. And I'd have to go through my mind and say, who are the people who told me that I can call them whenever and it didn't matter? And then I would just look at my phone and, and eat. I wouldn't even have to call them. I would just know that, okay, I know I can call this person. I can call this person. Sometimes I'd try to call them and they wouldn't answer. And even when they won't answer, it's for the best. Because in a way it told me like, I just needed a beat, like to take a pause, you know? Mm. And sometimes knowing like, okay, I do have people. And then it gave me a moment. I'd leave a message or whatever. And, you know, but to say what you're really scared about or really, you know, instead of what does I have no friends really translate to? Mm-hmm. I'm scared that nobody will understand me for me. I'm scared that... What if that's true though? It's only true if you are scared to show people that real you. And I think the real you, and this is what I'm learning, is so multifaceted where, you know, if, if anything that Oprah taught me and Brene Brown taught me and all these wonderful women have taught me, it's that the vulnerability, I mean, even being on the show has taught me, is that that vulnerability is that wholehearted life. And it's being vulnerable and being like, I mean, oh my God, when you say like, did you get any negative things? And I'm like, no, it's like amazing. All those amazing things would not have been flooding my inbox if I didn't jump off the cliff and just say, this is what's happening in my life. Mm -hmm. And that's the big scary part that we're scared to do. But what we get afterwards is so wonderful. And it's so hard to, because that's not what we think, you know? I talk about this when I do my presentations and I'm, I'm speaking with Flip, who's the American Ninja Warrior, and we've, we've shared, we've just had, you know, so many conversations one-on-one where we both have come to the realization that sharing the thing that we thought would be the end of us was the thing that gave us life. And it was being our, t- really just saying good, bad, whatever, this is what happened to me. I'm not my, I am not these bad things. I, those things happen to me, but, but I am me who is all these other things allows you to be feel more visible Mm -hmm. and get and that's what other people want to see too that's what close friendships are that's why those instagram friendships are bs or you know why we why the likes and all that because there's no other side there's no depth to that there's no like there's no posting of the struggle and somebody, a version of a like for the struggle. Mm-hmm. There's no like, here's my struggle. Oh, I see you in that. Like, we need more than that. Mm-hmm. You know? Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I, I just finished reading Billy Joel's uh, biography, oh, yeah. which, you know, it's a niche market, but yeah. I'm in that market. And I, you know, he struggled with um, 
you know, he's had a bunch of car accidents and people think that he's in alcohol. Yeah. He says they weren't, but he mm-hmm. does say, you know, sometimes he does yeah. lean on alcohol yeah. as a coping way. Stretch. Yeah, coping. Yeah. Um, and I, I really related to what he had to say about that because it's kind of how I feel, which is that there's just a part, I think when you're, I can't stop my wheels from turning. My mm-hmm. brain is relentless Active. and I would prefer it took a break every now and then. Smoke pot, but, <laughs> but it doesn't. And so what that can lead to is depressive yes. states. Ruminating, which leads to depression. Yes. Yeah. And anxiety and all that. Yes. And he's just sort of like, I have that mm-hmm. and I have melancholy yeah. as just sort of a backdrop. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Yeah. But he's kind of like, it's okay. It is okay. And sometimes you need to hear that. Because I was saying to my sister today, one reason that I think so many people in the U.S. especially are depressed can... And I'm not talking about the clinical, like... Right, right. True. We're talking just... You need medicine. People say, I have no friends and just feel... Yeah, like a malaise. Yes. I think comes from what we expect... Versus what life really does. Absolutely. Expectations are the birth of, uh, 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 what's the freaking word? I don't know, but it's discontent Um, in my book. Disappointment. Okay. Then that's what it is. Yes. And so if you're sort of just like, oh no, the the expectation was the problem, Mm -hmm. not the feeling. Mm -hmm. I feel like that can be freeing. Absolutely. To people like me who are bitter. (laughs) (laughs) and you know and thinking about billy joel and him embracing the melancholy yeah what he did is he wrote songs about it right hello i had the same thought yesterday because i am a where you have this the melancholy and that yeah i'm the anxious like the anxiety oh my god i can tell you a million reasons that we can die from just sitting in this room right now yeah, it's right. crazy. We've talked about this. It's like you have more experiences. You all of a sudden, it's like the anxiety. That's how it manifests. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking the other day when I was at my house, and I think I was thinking about Bo and the whole situation of like the worst case. My <laughs> mind was going to all the bad stuff that, sure. like, you know, that my house is going to be covering this, and then she's never going to stop, and then it's going to. I couldn't stop. Oh my god! And really? So and then I don't know what happened, but it just. I what pops in my mind, my mom said this a long time ago. She said, Imagine if every time Stephen King had a dark thought that came through his head, he pulled the covers over his head and he said, Oh my god, yeah, I be can't gone. be a person. Mm-hmm. A, he would have no books, and B, we would not have all of the amazing movies that are out there in the horror film. The category of well, horror would not be what it is. And dishonest to act like the a life should be only joyous. Right. That's Stephen King will lie. say that about his life. He will say that these are the these are the terrifying thoughts that pop into my head and I write them down. Yeah. And so when terrifying thoughts pop into my head, I think what would be a really cool horror? I think my brain. That's a great idea. Thank your brain for it because it's really a a a showcase of your creativity. Your brain is doing its job. 
It's saying, well, what about this option? What about this? 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 Yeah, what I about can this? See how that that is the good. brain's job. Yeah. And so I, when I have those moments where like that thought comes to my head, oh my God, some people really do suffer from intrusive thoughts of like, what if I just took this knife and stabbed my dog? I what if I just let go of the wheel and drive right off the road? And for that, you just say, thank you, brain. What would be the funny, th- what, would, what would be the next part of the story? Because we are not the thoughts that pop into our head. We are the conscious actions that we take. If I were to tell you, how do you spell two? First, your brain would be like, well, there's T-O, there's T-O-O, there's T-W-O. And it's your conscious mind that says, well, what form of two do I need right now? Mm -hmm. How would I use it in a sentence? And then it gets the information it needs and it goes, this is one I'd like to use. Mm -hmm. But we don't tell the brain, if if I needed T-O-O... And you gave me, we don't get mad at the brain for giving you T-O and T-W-O. Mm-hmm. That's its job. Mm-hmm. So we have to be like, oh, thank you for letting me see all of the, and, and also the same thing that makes you see all of the opportunities in your business. To think that that skill would turn off to not see all of the opportunities for your child to get injured as he like steps next to the edge of a cliff. It's the same skill. It's mm-hmm. the exact same muscle. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be like, oh, thank you for that. But uh, he's not going to do that. And here's the evidence as to why. Right. It's so hard. It's like easy to talk about. But to do it, I practice this daily. Daily. And are you seeing any improvement? Absolutely. Oh, that's good. It's like a muscle you train. And now it's almost like I can laugh about it. Where like now I have those intrusive thoughts or whatever. Stephen King pops in my head. And I go, oh, yeah, this would make for a good horror story. And then I never, th- and then I just let it go. But what happens when, when it turns into the anxiety, it turns into something that, that creates discomfort and, and dis-ease inside of us is when the thought becomes an obsession where we ruminate the, the thought because the thought can be fleeting and pop in and pop out like how do you spell two? Or we can think about it and think about it and think about it and think about it. Well, what did she mean? What did she mean? Which one was it? How much power do you give that thought? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we give these thoughts too much power. So instead we just like, a, like, it, like it fills up a balloon and then the balloon just floats away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's helpful. Good. I like that idea about Stephen King too. Yes. Because that's what happens to me when I get anxious. I, mm-hmm. My brain does all these tricks and I'm like, what are you doing? Right. But if I could do that and then mm-hmm. like, let's make this a story. Yep. Then it's not scary. Not at all. Mm-hmm. And that's what I have to do. And so you are not alone in this. And I think a lot of other people are not alone and can really, you know, understand what we're saying here. Do you think, though, that the reason why so many people are more um, ebullient and effervescent as children is just because we don't have as much responsibility and knowledge or what? Like, why? I mean, even think about you watch TV. We have insurance commercials that come on that are like, here's all the way. Do you have this protection? Do you have that protection? So just the we more have, you know, and just the more there is to worry about. I almost even feel like the 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 world we live in is mm-hmm. built a lot of a lot of you know the consumer. It's like, like the Truman Show when it said like don't fly. Fear. Yes, you know. Yes, they wanted to keep him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because it's really easy to think like, I mean, th- w- people who are experiencing anxiety about, you know, or depression in one category of their life will all of a sudden latch onto things from the news and be like, oh my God, this is scary. This is scary. The first thing we'll say is don't watch the news. <laughs> don't do it. Turn off the evening news. 
maybe a little Saturday morning stuff here and there, but you cannot watch the news. It's like, are your genes killing you? <laughs> Tune in at seven to hear, you know? That's so funny and Are true. pigeons the next terrorists? Like, they're like that. And it's like, what? And, you know, I took a college course where they taught us how to be, mm-hmm. uh, like, savvy news watchers and, and these kind of... The style, this style of, of, you know, news reporting and journalism that's yeah. always on like, you know, KCAL, whatever, like. I odd. hate it all. I, it's awful. And those are the things that breed those kind of fearful thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because then you think, oh my God, what? And, and, and then, so say you're watching the commercial for it. You're not even watching that. It's seven o'clock. You're watching Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune. It's nice. <laughs> then all of a sudden it's a commercial nice. comes on and it's like that thing. Is this killing you? Tune in and find out. So then all of a sudden you are feeling a little anxious that morning about this job interview that you had. And you're really like worried because the bills are stacking up and you know, you got to get this new job. And then all of a sudden you see that commercial and then you're going and you're, you're making dinner. And you have a knife in your hand and you're cutting something. And all of a sudden you think, oh my God, what are, what are all the terrible things that could happen with this? It's not the knife and the chicken we're anxious about. Mm-hmm. It's the job interview over here that was triggered by the commercial that increased our... All it did was make our heart rate go up. And, and even the sound of it, the noises that are played, the tones, the music they use, the colors, everything is thought about. That happens, our heart rate goes up. When our heart rate goes up, our mind goes, oh my God, why is my heart rate going up? It must be because something bad is happening. I got to look around for anything bad that could be happening to make sense of this feeling I'm having. So then we start having the thoughts... And it's all a like chain reaction, like chemical thing that we, we have to go and hit the brakes. And unless we bring in that awareness, that higher level of thinking that we talk about, that executive functioning, that train is it, it, unsa- who's going to stop it? Mm-hmm. I feel like you know what you're. you're I'm, take, I'm like I'm getting you. You feel me here? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I love it. Because I'm sick of it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are sick of it. Yes. Sarah. I get it. That's why we need you and why actually people need to call you if they want yes. therapy. Because it is official. You're so talented and now you're employed. I'm employed. God, you a job. In the OC in LA area available <laughs> online and on on. Wait, what about like, could people do like Skype or they something? They can. Like if they don't live they locally? They just have to be in California. Well, okay. Yes. Why does it? Why do they do those, it that I'm way? I'm only licensed in California. Why do they do it my, state by state? Every state has different rules on on. It's really just like it's getting like your, teachers, but I hate that. Yeah, That's and if so I moved dumb. to Colorado, I'd be done in half the time. They require way less hours. It's things like that. I'm like, oh man. I was just talking to Adam about how I think we're going to end up there someday. <gasps> I have no idea Seems why. I think I'm going to end up there too. See, we're going to Colorado. <laughs> That's it. The only reason I'm here is because of you. I'm like, it's Susie that's keeping her. Oh my God, we should be in Colorado. My brother's there. Would you live there? In a freaking (sighs) heartbeat. It is the only other place where I would live. And in fact, it's where I really want to be. And you're here for me? No, I'm not for you. I mean, I'm here for like a bunch of... I have friends here. Okay, my whole okay. life is here. You Don't scared think, me. No, 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 no. I'm just like, I'm with you in knowing <laughs> that that is our future. And the we- reason you feel is probably because like, that's probably like our path. Maybe. Somehow we're going to end up there. In fact, I was talking to our friend Allie. Shout out to Allie, who just had a baby, who's so cute. And she, Amelia we were talking. Bedelia. So precious. She's I so heard her cute. cry on the phone and I was like, <gasps> it's even an adorable 
cry. Oh, it's the cutest. Everyone laughs, by the way, at how you, anytime you mention a friend, you're always like, I was talking to Mariana. Shout out to Mariana. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Go I got to. Um, and, uh, 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 oh, and she was saying, over, you know, I was just like talking about like what kind of person I want, like what, you know, who I want to be with. And she's like, you got to move to Colorado. Yeah. Those people are in Denver. They are. And she's saying, I mean, you kind of like. I, it's weird trip. that I. I know. Feel it that's what I'm saying. I have no reason. I know. That's why when you mentioned it, I, I would have never, ever brought it up unless you just like, that okay. was weird. We're having a moment that's right here. That's where our Golden you Girls retreat the, is going to be. You heard it on the Brain Candy Podcast episode <laughs> 247. This is 347. 347. Yes. Oh, three. Oh, come on. I was so good. I pretty much had it. We'll call that. I nailed it. Just... Okay. Before we go, I do have one more story I want your opinion mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, are you one of those people that gets the urge? That sounded like an ad I was about yeah. to. Are, are you one, one of those, those people? people? <laughs> that gets the urge to like climb Everest. It was so funny because when you said that, I also pictured it in black and white. You know how in any infomercial they start in black and white? Like, are you, you struggling? <laughs> to? And it's like the person who's shaving their legs, but like clearly Mad didn't know it. how to shave their legs ever. And it's like, oh, oh. oh. And it is black and white. It's always black and white. Then it's like the music. Try. Da, da, da. Okay. So to get back to your point. Yes. Not Everest because I know all about what's going on in Everest. It's the worst it's so bad. So many people are dying, and not just the people who. It's like a traffic jam. Have you seen images That's of this? That's what made me ask you. It's awful. I saw the image of them crowded at the it's base gross, or whatever. Is what it is. What the fuck? It is so gross, and it's a bunch of wealthy narcissists. It is. I am so here for you saying uh, that. It is because, and anybody who's a real climber and a real like somebody who, oh my god, look, I'm getting, I'm getting forearm goosebumps. <laughs> okay, <laughs> for real, Be, they are mad too I'm because dying. these are people who go, oh yeah, yeah, I climb, I climb. They do not, and they just have the, and they, they want the bragging rights. They throw the money down, and it's such, it's so, uh, um, what's the word? Like taking advantage of, there's another word for Exploiting. it. Exploit, exploitative of the people who live there. Yeah. Because they cannot the get up those yeah. mountains without them. Yeah. And the Sherpas, this is their only season to make money. They're not saying no. Yeah. They're taking Sherpas who are not as, as who are like not as well. The Sherpas aren't dying though. It's, uh, some of them are. Oh no. Yes. And those stories that's you don't hear about. Worst. And that's even worse. Yes, The, the it Sherpa is. stories are, oh my God, look, it's just like my, oh. This is like speaking to me on a big. Mm, I'm so glad I asked. This show, uh, um, uh, Real Sports, the Brian Gumble did a did a, like a three parter on this and kept revisiting it because it, the story's only getting it's worse. It's not okay. It's so not okay, and I'm super mad about it. <laughs> well, what uh, do you think is going to happen? Well, I think they're going to have to. This was kind of my fear with um, uh, the Machu Picchu Trail too. That, oh man, I felt I felt really not good. You know, I, I appreciated it being on it, but what we were doing to the environment, even with the like leave no trace kind of rule, when you have hundreds of people coming through a day, it's impossible not to leave a trace. And oh my it, god, it's a I, mess. I wish that it would just shut down. And I, but then. That's me saying that in a 
place where I have the opportunity to have a job in whatever field I want. Yeah. Shutting down uh, uh, Mount Everest would destroy the economy of an entire population. And so how can you replace that? You have to, there has to be some sort of replacement. There has to be something that they can do to, oh, so I you don't know, feel to like- create some sort of tourism in a safer, lower, like some sort of like structural tourism to like around the mountain, but not the pe- I don't know, because you can't just abandon, you can't say, okay, we're shutting it down. No. Because how are the people who live... I mean, that's like how they're making... We've got like centuries of... It just feels though that there needs to be more... Regulation. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's... And also what I hear is that the Sherpas are not even getting the majority of the cut from it. That it goes to the government. Yes. Yeah. And so that's who we need to be mad at is the Okay, then that's who I'm mad about. That... how it's regulated and how many people go on it and where the money goes, where they've, I think it's either they low, they did something to how much either they raised it or they lowered it. So like either way, that's like more people are coming and they make more money or they raise the price to where they take a, a bigger raking. I can't remember what it is. I, I didn't know we were going to talk about yeah. this. So I didn't no, know no, notes. right. But yeah. I am very passionate about this and very mad. And it, I, it, it I cried. When I watched yeah. the documentary. Yeah, it's Because of somebody who loves nature and somebody who wants it to stay the way it is. Well, and it's sort of like, okay, I, I don't understand people who desire the, as you say, bragging rights or whatever that is where they're like, I did the thing. It's the same thing as the guy who wants the car that's $1.5 million. I want the, the most expensive car. In, when, so when valet parks it right in front, it's that it's those dickheads, those and they're the ones who are dying up there. And I don't feel bad saying it because they're not doing any of the things that you're supposed to do to really respect that. It's like I went to REI, I bought all the top of the line gear or wherever the hell that you know, and I threw down. I I want to say it's like fifty thousand, thirty thousand. I That's can't remember insane. the price of the is like what it all costs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and this is just the the not even the gear. This is just yeah the let's see cost to high to climb Everest. But what are what are they paying for then the Sherpa and then the the ticket up and like stuff? the you, oh, like you're basically it's almost like. So when you go to Yosemite, you pay like a national park fee. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. The okay. na- like, it's like So I, I, it's something like that. It's the typical cost when climbing Everest with the Western agency is forty five thousand and above. With a local Nepali operator, it can be between twenty five thousand and forty thousand. The cost includes the royalty fee of eleven thousand dollars for the peak. So that's what the government is charging to go to the peak is eleven thousand dollars. That the government's like, yeah, I'll take that. Interesting. You would think they would have more going mm. on then with all it that It makes money. me so mad that more would what? You'd think that the government would have more going on if they're getting that much revenue well, just from one person. It's going in pockets of, it's yeah, not it's going to the right thing. It's really, oh right. my God. Yeah. Well, it's like up to $60,000. We're done for the day. Oh my gosh. It's all for now. Yeah. Tune in next time. Oh my gosh. Maybe dun, we'll, dun, we'll, dun. We'll, oh.
Will Sarah get over her rage about Everest? <laughs> Will Susie become her Cyrano de Bergerac? <laughs> All right, people. Out of here. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.